Hey, Casey. Hi. Welcome, everybody, back to the Garden State Mamas podcast. Um, I just took a look at our analytics, and I want to thank the people who have already given us some five-star reviews. We've uh, That really helps us out, and we're super excited. Yay. I actually had not looked since I started asking for five-star reviews. Um, and we have eight, and I was, you know, Aww, sounds like thanks, a small number. guys. Yeah, That's but um, I'm excited that we even have some five-star reviews. I know well, how... That I mean, like I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, ha- I, any little tick up and anything, I'm like, woohoo, I get excited. Yeah, so um, thank you for anybody who's taken the time out to click on those five stars and and support us. Um, and we do want to also support other mamas who have small businesses in New Jersey and things like that. Uh, Casey has definitely been p- posting a lot lately, asking for people to tag other yeah. small businesses case go ahead and talk about it i was um so actually i posted on the garden state mama's page about if you could tag a mama that um and it doesn't need to be a small, small business owner i'd we'd love to feature your business if um that could help give a boost to anyone um we're really trying to focus in on New Jersey moms and women owned businesses. But I also am like really excited if you have someone or if you yourself are like a New Jersey teacher, you know, like if you have a unique point of view, if you volunteer with uh, a community based um, project um, that you're really passionate about and you want to talk to um, us and tell us about it and share it on the podcast. Like we just want everyone to help each other, um, try and boost awareness of what others are doing. And if there's any way that we can contribute, you know, like just sometimes you don't know it's going on. So, um, if, now that we have the podcast, I feel like I'm excited to like feature people and kind of try and give them a boost. So, yeah, and we are 25 episodes in. I know, like, isn't that crazy? Crazy. When you when you messaged me, you were like 25 episodes. I was like, whoa, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not like again. I'm not not shocked that we made it, but it's like. Good for us. Like, we did that. <laughs> well, I guess I'm shocked because we are busy moms. Oh, God, yeah. And yeah. this could easily have fallen off and just been like, well, I don't have time this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we do oh, run into yeah. that. Yeah. If you guys haven't noticed, Val is, is not with us tonight. She just went back to work. She is a tired mama who, you yeah, know, is rest, dealing with a, a baby at home and going back to work. And I know she's working doubles and things like that already. So we're giving her her time until she can uh, join us again. But no rush to Val because we understand what it's like to be working mamas and being tired and just not having the time. So yes. I think that's where I'm the most shocked about is that we have been able to work this into our lives yeah, because we both feel it's important. Yeah. I think think that that's why is because we're like, we're all very passionate about sharing the information or about the topics. And, um, I think that's probably our biggest feedback point so far from listeners have been like, you've got done some really great topics. And I'm like, thanks. Like, I mean, it, I definitely 
look back at like where we started in the first couple episodes and like I'm really proud of like listening to the latest I mean every episode you learn and you you know you make adjustments and um but yeah it's good I think we're finally doing what we like set out to do originally it was just like getting our footing and yeah but no, it's not easy. We're busy and tired. And every Sunday night, we're like, uh, okay, now it's time to do the podcast. Especially with like summertime. And like, I know my son is like, it's not dark yet. Like, yes. it's not time for bed. It's not dark yet. Yes. And it's tough to be like, yes, you have to go to sleep because, you know, he's six. It's summertime. Like, I'd almost rather him stay up a little bit later. So we sleep in a little bit later. Mm -hmm. Um, so it it has been kind of like Sundays have gotten a little like they're just they're rough, um, but they're only going to get rougher once school starts because exactly. then it's like we've got to prep for the week and we've got to do that. And, yeah. you know, kind of going into the topic of this week, um, the second week of school, I leave for 10 days to Europe. Like, yeah, imagine how much I have to, like, prepare that Sunday before and of course, it's book club Sunday is also that Sunday. And I have a tendency to drink too much at book club, um, <laughs> which today was book club. So I've been hydrating since about 630 this afternoon because I was getting a little too ahead of myself. Yeah. Um, but been yes, there. today's topic is um, vacationing with kids. Um, and if we have tips, tricks, things like that, things that we've learned um, I definitely have a mom boo-boo that I did this past week. We went camping. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about our experiences with vacationing with kids. Um, and so I guess I will start off with the mom fail. Hashtag mom fail. Because um, <laughs> that's what we do around here. We have no problem telling you our, our boo-boos. Um, so we go camping and one of the days uh, the campground that we go to is connected to amusement park. The amusement park has a pool. Uh, so we usually do a pool day, one day. And we went to the pool day. We did that. We were there for three or so hours. And then afterwards, like that was going to be the arcade day as well. My son loves to play video games. So oh, we had yeah. already told him that on pool day, once we left the pool, we would go to the arcade and he could play at the arcade. We get ready to leave and he's like, mom, are you going to change me? And I'm like, nah, you're in your bathing suit. You're fine. It'll dry off real real fast. It was hot out. It was like 87 degrees out mm -hmm. that day. So I was like, you'll dry off real fast. It's no big deal. We're just going to the arcade. So we go to the arcade. We get th done the arcade. We run into cousins. They start doing rides. They start, we start eating ice cream. Then we're like, okay, well, we only have like 45 minutes till dinner. We'll just stay in the park until dinner and then we'll catch dinner and then we'll go back after after dinner. So um, although we said we were going to go back after dinner, we rode a few more rides and then we went back up to dinner. Um, and then we came home on Friday and Friday afternoon, evening ish, we did tubby time and I like did a bathtub because I was like, you need to soak you haven't bathed in a week. Like you, you need to just sit and soak. Mm -hmm. And he sat down and he immediately stood up and started screaming. So by leaving him in his bathing suit, uh, he ended up chafing like, uh, in, down in between his legs and things like that. So mom fail. Um, but I also wanted to ask, you know, not just to you, Casey, but to the listeners. Um, I feel like 
I am really bad at keeping him moisturized anyway. Like, I'm so easy to, like, not lotion. I mean, part of me doesn't want to have to put a ton of lotion on him. Like, I read when he was a baby, like, you know, just don't bathe them as often and then you don't have to cover them in lotion. And I was like, I kind of like that idea. Like, he's not getting dirty. I'm not going to just bathe him every day just to bathe him every day. But I do feel like I don't moisturize him enough and that could contribute to all the skin issues we have anyway with him because he does have a lot of skin issues that keep coming up. Right. So if anybody has any, you know, tips on how to keep your kids moisturized that are, are quick. I mean, I'm going to be honest, like by the time I'm done tubby time, I'm like, go to bed. The last thing I want to do is like be sitting there moisturizing forever, but I definitely need to do a much better job than what I've been doing. So any tips, send them our way. Case, if you have any tips, I'll, I'll take them right now because I, I'm just, I mean, I'm the lost. only thing that I can, well, I, there's a few things that I would say is I don't, I don't moisturize my, like I don't slather them with lotion after the tub. Um, I feel like I do try to keep an eye on their skin. Um, but I also think hydration like the amount that they're drinking and what they're doing, the time that they're spending out in the pool or like that kind of stuff. Uh, Johnny is so super fair and his skin is so completely different than Charlie's. So um, <clears throat> he has much more sensitive skin. Um, and it's like <laughs> almost like see-through sometimes. Like <laughs> can literally like he bent over... Um, to like get changed and I was helping him like with his uh pull-ups and I was like oh there are veins in his back yeah. I'm like I can like see your veins but um definitely we love uh Burt's Bees multi-purpose ointment which we used for an array like a huge array of chafing rashes all kinds of stuff from the time even when Charlie had her um undiagnosed egg allergy and was having like the worst diaper rash we had we still you know hadn't figured it out it was one of the only things that would calm it down um and still to this day that uh, chris actually we both got chub rub <laughs> walking up and down that hill and I, we brought it i mean i knew that we would need it for something we it's just always in our pack so on went the Burt's Bees ointment and even, you know, he and I were like, that stuff is gold. <laughs> like, um, so just for like trouble spots, but, um, I also feel like I should probably do a little and like get them in a little bit more of like that regiment, right? Like themselves yeah. of like, okay, after a bath, you know, like maybe once, twice a week, like depending on the, you know, the schedules are crazy in the summertime and, but with pool, like being in and out of the pool, being in air conditioning, all of that can change our skin. Um, so I feel like, um, I'm definitely up in their skin stuff, especially with, we got a bunch of scrapes. Over the past <laughs> week from falls and slides and the kids were running around in the dark and in the gravel and everything else. So their knees and legs are all scratched up. So 
because now I'm like, and anyone who has kids knows their kids are probably like tripping and, and just normal stuff. But um, I think that even just paying attention to the skin in and around those little like cuts and stuff gives you a good idea of like, you know, if they're healing really quickly, which knock on wood, my kids typically like scab and heal real quick, you know, the skin is healthy. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's weird to, I'm like remembering all the stuff of like in my nursing of like, it's an organ, like our skin is an organ. And, um, even just thinking about my own moisturizing routine, I'm like, yeah, that could be better. (laughs) So Same, same with me. Like I was never big moisturizer when I was younger. And then as I've gotten Mm -hmm. older, I'm like, yeah, I definitely need to do more to my own skin. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I mean, we always at least did things for his hot spots, which are like the inside of his elbows and the backs of his knees, but I definitely need to get on a much better routine of the whole body and like, how do I keep him moisturized? Like the best way that's also quick and, and easy for him to do in the future. Because like you said, he, you know, they're going to have to start learning how to do this on their own. Oh yeah. No, I totally, I feel that I understand that. Um, and I make, I make those fails all the time, especially, and I think I do it probably more with Johnny than with Charlie because I'm so super aware of like just the female anatomy needing to get out of like, she needs to get out of her wet bathing suit, um, because I need to get out of my wet bathing suit. So I sometimes feel like I have to remind myself, like, you need to take care of Johnny's business too. Like, you know. Um, which, let me tell you, that's just, it's never ending mom guilt of like, ah, doing, not doing enough or am I doing too much? Yeah. So that was, that was part of, of vacationing. Um, you know, I would say that I overpacked on clothing. Surprise, surprise. I always overpack on clothing. Um, I'm, well, it's because I'm, I run cold. So, like, to me, when it's 64 degrees out and we're camping, everybody thinks that's wonderful, delicious, and I'm in sweatpants and a sweatshirt. Because <laughs> yeah. that is not wonderful and delicious to me. It's cold. Uh, <laughs> so then I pack how I dress for Danny, and yeah. Danny is not like me. Right. So then I'm packing sweatpants and a sweatshirt and, and long sleeve shirt. He didn't wear any of it. And half the time he didn't even have a shirt on, which was is new he's so dark today like he's oh, he picked up so much sun just just from those couple of days with no no shirt on um but uh it's kind of thinking about also you know the trip that's upcoming now although we're not vacationing with danny in our next vacation um it's something that i'm like we're only taking a medium-sized luggage bag and I need to fit 10 days worth of stuff in there yeah, and leave some room to pick up some things while we're on our way. And also yeah. I don't want it to be packed to the max because we're going to be up and down train steps, up and down cobblestones, up and down hills. Like oh, we're going to yeah. be dragging these things along and mm-hmm. I don't want them to be 50 pounds. That's right. You know, I'm dragging up steps and things like that. So I definitely need to work on how to pack less although i did get a tip and 
my mind was kind of blown. Somebody had said that their mom takes like beat up clothes with her to places like when she goes to Europe and things like that. Because she'll just toss them if she like gets something else or she buys the sweatshirt or whatever. She'll yeah. just toss whatever she took with her because she's taking older clothes. Or yeah. instead of... Yeah, if you were going to toss it anyway. Right. right. Or instead of packing a sweatshirt, knowing that you like to buy sweatshirts, just don't pack one because you're going to buy one. <laughs> so rather than have two with you... Yes. Because you know you're going to buy one because yes. that's the thing that you like to buy. Yep. Then don't even pack one to begin with. And that's I was an like, excellent that tip. so smart. That is an excellent tip. Yeah. Like I will... Chances <laughs> are I'm going to buy a t-shirt or a long sleeve shirt or something along those lines because... Yeah. I always do that. Yeah. So why pack a long sleeve shirt if I know I'm going to end up buying one? Or don't pack it because I'm not quite sure what the weather's going to be like. And if I happen to need it, I'm sure I can find a store in the three countries we're going to that oh, yeah. sell long sleeve shirts. You know. Totally. So it was 100%. definitely something that I was like, hmm, those are really good tips and tricks. I like that idea, actually. I mean, not the idea, like, obviously, I would hate to, I don't like to throw out clothes. I like to donate them or, you know, like, reuse whatever. But if you were going to trash them anyway, like, unfortunately, I feel like that's just, actually, I'm wondering if you could find, like, a place to drop them off, donate close by. Because like those clothing drop-off boxes? Yeah. They have there. to have something like that. I yeah. mean, it's Europe, so I would think that they'd be, like, figured that-ish out real fast. But um, I, I actually, the only thing, because you'll be traveling in September? Are you going mm-hmm. in September? Um, God. Well, we travel. I was going to say, when we were over there, I wore nothing but dresses. Like, I was so happy to just wear a dress every single day, but we went in June, I think. Late June. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to say what the weather's going to be. If you look at historical data, it's like 70 during the day and 55 at night, but the planet is melting right now. So there's no guarantee that... Mm -hmm. that We can't really go off historical data. No, everything's wacky. Yeah, so I'm like... It's going to be 100 degrees Friday and Saturday this this yeah. week here in in South Jersey, Philly area. I mean, I won't say that that's unheard of. Like, I, you know, there's plenty of times we hit 100 degrees here. Oh, totally. Um, I actually totally. feel like our summer has been fairly similar to, like, Like normal, yeah. Yeah, I don't think ours has been anything... Besides the wildfire like, smoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Besides those that, two like, times. Yeah, but even that, like, that... Um, we did get wildfire smoke from the wildfires in Colorado a few years ago. So it's not like um, it's completely I might have mi- I might have missed it because yeah, I, you weren't, I was going to say I wasn't looking. around. But um yeah, no, I that's a whole different episode because I definitely need to go off on that cuz there's been <laughs> some recent progressions that I'd yeah. like to talk about and bring awareness to, so stay tuned for that episode. Um, but so, and then that gives my prepping side of me like massive anxiety because although my husband's like, 
are you going to pack our luggage today? And I'm like, no, but I would like to know because I'm not a huge dress wearer to begin with. Gotcha. But I feel like that would be appropriate wear, especially when we're in Portugal, if it's going to be hot and we're going to be by the ocean and things like that. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like a dress is what you would wear. It's just so easy. But I don't want to pack my dresses. Yeah. Because then never wear them. Yeah. Right. And I run cold. So if it is 70 in Portugal, I'm not wearing a dress. Right. I'm going to be in jeans and a t-shirt. Right. Like. Right. That's so. But is there anywhere like, that you can. So that was another thing that I was thinking of when you were saying that is because we have Disney in October. So okay. and I underpacked clothes this time around thinking I wanted to downsize because. La- <laughs> so what we did was the opposite, which was we crazy brought way too much last year and then this year i felt like (laughs) there was yeah like there was definitely times where we were re-wearing things or you know like i was so close i literally like just cut it too close with like kids underwear and because i was like oh my god like but you know i i also had like the pull-ups and all that kind of stuff for bedtime so anyway but, yeah, I didn't account for, like, the random creek dip that they went in. And I'm like, great. Well, now that is that new outfit that I planned she'd be wearing all day or he'd be wearing all day is now creek ick. And I got to yeah. let it dry and it's going in the dirty bag. Um, but, yeah, washing, like, a washing machine. I know we'll have a washing machine down in Disney. So I'm not yeah. as concerned because I know I can re-wear certain things when we're not on the park days. Because, of course, I mean, course, I know the hotels, like some hotels have, will have laundry a, service. Yeah. I don't think the one in Munich does. The one in Munich, like, legit, we open the doors with our phones. Like, it's an app-based. Yeah. Like, there's not really even, like, a concierge yeah. desk. Yes. Like you do everything from their app. That's really nice, though. It's going to be so much nicer to get in and out that way. Um, yeah. We do that with Sonder and when we stay in Philly. And we did it We did it in Nashville as well. And it was awesome. I love it. Yeah, so that one's that. like one that I don't think they have much staff to begin with totally. to then be like laundry service and stuff. Yeah. Um, we haven't booked Portugal yet. Um, <laughs> I need to get on that. I've... 50 days so um i haven't booked portugal yet but i would say that that's probably our best bet of Mm -hmm. getting laundry service because we're only in paris for a day and it's the first day we're there so we're not going to have clothes to wash but by the time we get to portugal we probably would have clothes that could be washed and that kind of thing um but i haven't booked portugal so i wouldn't know if it has a laundry service and i also don't think i've ever used laundry service at a hotel i need you know what we i have a few friends and family that i need to reach out to and specifically ask to be like what's your deal when you pack when you go to europe because i've just had friends over in france over in greece like and they they travel quite a bit so i feel like Mm -hmm. i'm not a very well-traveled person so I'm like still trying to figure out the kids. I think everyone has their own packing thing for their kids, but um, I'm I'm also still like wanting to try out these hacks and tips that are on like Pinterest. Of like, I saw one lady put um, just for organization's sake was 
took those, you know, the um, back of the door uh, organizers. Yeah, mm-hmm. the shoe holders. Mm-hmm. And she was packing like, this is Monday. This is Tuesday. This is. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, why did I not think of that? And then literally rolled it up and put it in a suitcase. And I was like, well, that's genius. Like, I want to try that. Because especially with kids, digging through suitcases is a pain. So to have that just be like, boop, here, here's your whole outfit, socks, underwear, everything. Bingo. Yeah, I got the compression cubes. I'm oh, nice. i try that for the first time to see how that is. My husband rolls his clothes anyway, so yeah, that's I'm probably going to try the rolling <laughs> method for at least maybe make him roll my clothes too. But um, definitely, definitely rolled. try different things um, for this trip. I'm glad I'm not also planning to, like, drag a kid with me for these 10 days. Like, because like you said, underwear, underwears, you know, we lucked out that we didn't get close to underwear. That's because he didn't bathe for four days. (laughs) I love it. So we didn't run out of underwear because. So funny. Yeah. Um, We did change them every morning, but he didn't, uh, we didn't, we didn't bathe. Uh, (laughs) We're camping. Um, I was going to say, I'm like, and you weren't even, I was going to say you weren't there as long. We were there like an extra two and a half days. Yeah. So I felt like I definitely was not in the same mode as last. And Chris also made an excellent point was this trip. We had mom's RV as like backup. So I think we kind of were like, oh, we're going to have the RV. And thank God we did because we needed some backup stuff. And mom was like, I have that. I have that. And I'm like, thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely some things, especially for next year. Um, uh, I got one of those like egg holders because I did not like the pre-made egg slosh that we had brought. Um, so I got an egg holder so that we can use, or I I might even just take regular eggs and use that carafe again, but just with, like regular eggs and not the the carton of eggs um i did like bringing the griddle although i broke it by the time we made it home i broke the it's only the casing oh okay okay yeah ariel's just gonna build a new another casing for it but um i broke the casing surprise i also broke my watermelon that was growing under my Fence. I know. Wait, I, I was gonna say. I well, I didn't want to like change topics because I always change topics. What I I did just repost that on the Garden State Mamas because I was like, poor Lisa. I should know better that when things need like a softer touch, I am not the person to do that. Like I am just. I don't have that gentility yeah. i don't i am like bull in a china shop i i can't. I, I feel the same way i do i i feel like that too i but definitely feel like that why the flower that was under the fence got pollinated and turned into a watermelon i don't understand there's there's feet upon feet of vine mm-hmm. and it had to be that one and it had to be the flower that was under the fence that got pollinated and actually turned into a watermelon. So, um, yeah, that's my, that's, that's, so I broke the griddle, but that's going to get fixed. And we bought a griddle griddle. and we bought a griddle on the vacation, in the middle of the vacation, the boys ran to go get beer and Chris came back with a griddle. And I was like, thank God, because we cooked all 
those two things of bacon on it. And yeah, it was so nice. was definitely much better than so a nice. grill. Oh my gosh. And, and we cooked the rest of the stuff over an open fire, which if anyone has tried to do camping is not easy because of the temper temperature regulation and just the cleanup. And, and I mean, I will brag though on Chris for a hot second because I had this idea that I had seen on Pinterest of like campfire uh, pizzas. And he was like, well, how are we going to do the top? And I was like, oh, like, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But he like got the pot lids and like got the smoke to go a certain way that it like cooked the pizza. I was so impressed. But um, (laughs) so it is possible, but probably should have kept the uh, we sent mom home with our uh, or cast iron, like, uh, the big pot, but we mm-hmm. probably could have just plopped the Dutch oven. Thank you. Um, probably just could have popped it in there and closed the lid and it would have been like done. Um, yeah, yeah. I've made pizza in cast iron pans, but that, yeah, with a Dutch oven, you'd have the lid. Would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. Or if I had brought, this is another thing is there was no reason to have the Dutch oven, like the deep Dutch oven. We could have just brought our, I have a, a cast iron skillet and then just use the Dutch oven lid, which would probably go perfectly with it. Um, cause they're basically the exact same size. So yeah, now I'm thinking about that and I'm going to note. also this year, I'm just getting better in general with organizing our house and our storage, our basement, our garage, all of that is like on our to-do list. So putting away all the camping stuff mm-hmm. now I'm like, okay, I'm going to, we're going to pack it up correctly so that it's all ready for next year. And then we don't have to like, yeah, we did that. We we bought like, um, bins. Mm -hmm. And so we have our camping gear bins and like, we know what goes in them. And so next year when it's time to pack up, it's like, this is what needs to go in this bin. This is what needs to go in this bin. And we have an idea of, like, just to make it quicker. This year I did bring a bin that had, like, bug spray and mm-hmm. uh, Benadryl and hydrocortisone cream and Band-Aids and, everything. like, almost like a first aid kit. But, yeah. like, with the stuff that we normally, you know, use. Luckily we didn't need any of it. Yeah. But this was the first year I was like, I need to make sure that we have this yeah you know this bin especially with the skin issues and things but you know what i was surprised we were out for what four four days three three nights yeah Mm -hmm. four four nights something like whatever um no bug bites the entire time wow that's really good i came home i spent three hours in the garden yesterday and got tore up with bug spray on yep i got tore up my all (laughs) i did the exact same thing I did the exact same thing because I uh, just today I I looked down at my leg and there were like 10 bites and I was like, (gasps) like, oh, my God. (laughs) Holy crap. What? We were like straight up camping. Yes. Didn't get a single bug bite. And I come home and spend three hours in the garden with bugs, bug spray on. They must spray the campground really well. For sure. But also, I will say, like, the amount of fire, like, everyone has a fire going, so the smoke, the bugs yeah. are like, oh, I'm out of here. I'm not even gonna... I mean, I did get a few bug bites, and the kids, the, it's Charlie and I. Charlie and I get attacked. Um, 
But no, I agree. I was actually shocked that we were not like eaten alive. But yeah, um, no, it was it was good. And then yeah, the garden the garden was wild and mm-hmm. ready. They were ready for us. Yeah, I got about three dozen tomatoes, small ones, like cherry tomatoes and yeah. and salad tomatoes is what I call them. Um, I got about three dozen of those, probably like five or six cucumbers. Yes. I got, I f- completely pulled out all my green bean plants and put new seeds in because I want to start a second round of those. Um, I had to Florida weave my peppers. I had to, again, prune my tomatoes, my big tomatoes. I don't know I did what, get to... I was going to ask you, what's Florida weaving your peppers? So it's using the string to go in between oh, the plants. Okay. okay. And that allows them to stay up. Like Got they don't, it. You know, so you basically run a string along one side and then you bring it back around so that cool. they have support on both sides of the, the plant. Um, because Good they were know. starting to lean over. Yeah. Um, I pruned my tomato plants uh, again. So I had the lovely tomato hands. Mm-hmm. And then I had planted zucchini and... Uh, yellow zucchini and green zucchini before we left the plants have started well they were in the same area that the cabbages were in and that was up against the corn but in the corn I had my two pumpkin plants and those got decimated by squash bugs and they had thousands of eggs on them and those eggs hatched so at one point one leaf on my like brand new squash plants had probably 40 squash bugs just sitting on it chilling um so i broke my organic code and i went and got the real stuff and Mm -hmm. i just sprayed the crap out of those squash plants they don't have any flowers on them anyway they're still little like they they only have like their second set of true leaves so they're still super tiny they're not producing flowers yet they're you know, but if I had left those squash bugs sitting on there, you wouldn't have even had anything. No. And so I started spraying them and then I looked down and there's thousands all over the ground. So I just, I went to town on, on the mulch and everything that's yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, I think it's far enough away from the tomatoes and stuff that, I mean, the tomatoes also still have probably, uh, you know, two weeks before they turn mm-hmm. colors. For us to even be eating them, then I'm not too worried about that part of it, of like any of it, you know, flying or, you know, dusting onto the tomatoes or whatever. Yeah. And because there's no flowers, I wasn't worried about the bees. Like there's nothing that's pollinating it because there are no flowers on it. If there were flowers on it, I, I would have been a little bit more consor- concerned, but I was just so grossed out. My, both of my pumpkin plants are completely gone. Like I don't even, I can't even see the plants anymore. Oh my like, God. They're just gone. Um, corn's doing good. I pulled up and I could see the the ears. The ears of my corn are like purple. You know, oh my uh, gosh. So I was so excited. As soon as we pulled up, I was like, Oh my like, god, what? I can't wait to see them. Oh my god. I'm so excited. I'm so yeah, excited. Yeah, so my my garden's my garden's definitely going. Um I have two cantaloupes. And I've got about five other watermelons that did not grow under the fence. That grew in the whole space I gave for watermelons. That's where they're growing. In proper places for watermelons, not under my fence. What about you? Uh, I know that you, when you left, your cucumbers were almost 
all the way over the trellis. Yeah, so we came back to like six huge cucumbers, so I was so excited. And our grape tomatoes, we just already picked, because I planted like the medley ones, so Mm -hmm. some are purple, some are red, some are um, yellow, um, and some are orange, so you can kind of tell by the the rest of the vine, you know, like what the color is already going to start to be. So we got to pick a few and then the blackberries were finally ready. So Charlie like demolished (laughs) the blackberries. Um, Our corn is getting real big. Our tomatoes are just out of control and I've not spent enough time like properly like pruning and everything, but I still see lots of flowers and lots of little Bud's coming up anyway, so I'm really super happy. There's one cherry tomato that my cherry tomato bed is much more trimmed and, like, but it's still, like, getting wild. And then, like, my heirloom tomatoes, I really, (laughs) I really got to get to those this week because they're, it's jungle. It's basically a tomato jungle. Um, But, but yeah, I, I am excited. After having all that, we bought a bunch of corn for the camping trip. And after having all that corn, I kept thinking, like, I wonder if I'm going to actually eat our our own corn this summer. Like, how cool would it be? Um, and I've not yet grown corn, so I was just, like, I, coming back and seeing it. Um, like, already, like, everything's, like, a foot taller. It's Now it's growing, like, exponentially. So, um, yeah, and I took pictures of the, the trellises because the cucumbers are just... Um, doing really well um but I have had to I've been doing my compost tea with them because they're not in the ground they're in containers they're in those trash cans so they're not getting the nutrients from the ground I've been fertilizing them with the compost tea and whatever I guess it's working because they're not um they're not like shriveling up and going I always worry about them dehydrating before everything else Mm. So, um, I have mosaic virus. I had it last year. I did move the cucumbers to a different part of my lawn or my garden, but it, it must just be all in the the soil. So, um, the six or so, um, cucumbers, I I might get another four or five out of those plants and then they're going to completely die off. So I'm getting what I can out of it, but I didn't get through my pickles I made last year. So I'm fine with just eating it, you know, fresh and, and we'll get whatever we get. I might move it completely to the other side of the, the big um, garden next year and see if I, if they do better over there. But um, so far it hasn't jumped to the cantaloupe. Um, but it does look like it got the Kajari melons, which I'm bummed about because I really like Kajari melons. I like those more than cantaloupe and it, and I haven't seen any Kajari melon. It is a little wild in there. Like I only put three plants in, but it's, it's a little jungly in just that walkway. Cause I've got cucumbers on one side and then the melons on the other side and yeah. the walkway is just a little chaotic and there's tons of pollinators in there. So I start walking and then it's like zip, zip, zip of like bees flying around me. And I'm like, yeah. okay, okay, I'll leave you, leave you to your job. But, um, but yeah, um, so with you doing Disney, what are you like, I know you said you're staying off resort. Yeah. Um, 
what are you like have you started your list yet of your like packing and things like that or no what are you thinking? no not yet because um I definitely want to wait um until well we have started making Charlie's like birthday list because all the grandparents are now saying give us the list before you go because now she's asking for like you know, princess dresses and stuff like that, that she's going to wear, want to wear at the park. Um, so I got to get that all sorted out. But um, I have been talking with my, my very good friend, Victoria, who is like the wizard of Disney. And she sent me a, like a Excel spreadsheet of mm-hmm. She's so, it was so smart of her to do this, but she organized all the rides by height and like how the kids could get in and then measured the kids and said, here are all the rides that Johnny can ride and here are all the rides that Charlie can ride. And then she, you know, she talked through, um, my first lesson was, um, learning how, like, I didn't realize that I won't know what our day looks like until literally that morning because you have to go on that morning to do the Genie Plus and all like you'll know which rides have like the lightning lanes and all that kind of stuff. So then you can kind of like maneuver around like, okay, here's my list of rides that we definitely want to hit. And then these are the lightning lanes and this is all, you know, like then you can kind of say, all right, this is where we're going to go. Um, but she also said, she's like, if the kids are having fun, like my, she's like, in my personal opinion from going to Disney as often as she has, she's like the families that are having the most fun are kind of just like enjoying the moment and not like every time that there's like someone like ripping across the park with like three kids crying in a stroller with a dad pushing. And it's just like, you know, just freak out central. And she's like, you see it all the time where you're trying to make like, I'm sure a, you know, a reservation or a certain ride or, and it, she's like, parents try so hard to cram in this expectation of like, Disney magic and like making it happen. She's like, but it is just magical. And if they're having fun, like, you know, try to like, let it ride. And I was like, good advice. <laughs> it was like excellent it is advice. So different now. Like, I mean, I haven't been to Disney. Oh, it's the whole thing is different. 20 years. She also said they're, they're going to be changing it again soon to be better than she's like, you're on the only complaint was she's like, unfortunately now with the phone, with the app, she's like, you're on your phone almost the entire time to yeah. like check the cues for the rides and, um, make sure you're, you're not missing, you know, like, a a, a character popping up in this section of the park or whatever. Um. But it did make me feel a lot better that I really do just need to organize the rides um, that the kids want to see and that they can even fit on. Yeah, see, that that would stress me out because Danny's so picky about rides. Like, you know, I could, you, you saw it. Like, well, he, he'll yes. be like, no, I don't want to go on it. And then the ride starts and he's like, okay, I want to go on it. And yes. you're like, no. So like, here's the, the genius thing that she said. She's like, nowadays people film everything, every ride. And I went home literally that night after I talked with her 
And she, and I had the Excel spreadsheet of all the ones for Magic Kingdom. And Johnny and Charlie literally sat next to me with my phone. And we went through, spl- you know, like, this, this is Splash Mountain. This is, you know, and Charlie said, she's like, nope, that's too scary. Like, Haunted mm-hmm. Mansion doesn't want to do it. Um, so now I have, like, kind of a, but you do, you get to go through the ride as, like, a viewer, um, so I think it did kind of give them an idea of, I do want to do this. I don't want to do this. Um, and even now that we did the amusement park at Knobles, I know Johnny, I think Doesn't is, like heights. <laughs> yeah, like all of a sudden this summer, he's like, no, that was not. Whereas last year he, and Chris was like, he's old enough to realize that like, it's dangerous or that like, whereas before last year, he like had no risk assessment, you know? Yeah. Which is where Danny's at, I think. Like, they're, like, kind of trying to be, like, what is fun, but what's not going to scare the pee out of my pants, you know? Yeah. Um, But then I also think it's, like, they also think it's, like, funny or, like, dramatic to be, like, I'm going to puke. And then. Right. But they're not. They're just being silly little kids. Um. My favorite moment, they didn't do the log flume when all three of them were standing in that overpass. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. that was the best suggestion to do to have them do that because their faces just after getting soaked, I was like, oh, my God, it was so funny. Yeah, we've done that like every year just because I won't ride so that ride. So like, funny. I don't do anything that has a drop. So, like, I won't ride that ride. But that's you know, still getting wet by it is so funny. So fun. So um, we always do that because it's fun. But you'll have to keep us, you know, up to date with with the Disney planning because I think that's actually one of the, I mean, besides Ron DeSantis being a nutball, um, (laughs) the extra planning that now needs to be done for Disney Mm -hmm. is what turns me off from wanting to go to Disney. Yeah. Well, so I think... It, it It is very intimidating and I'm not a very organized, like naturally where I do, I told Victoria that she should do this for a living, but she's like, I love, she's like, I love talking about Disney. She's like, I will do it for free for anyone because I just want everyone to enjoy it the way that we've gotten to enjoy it. And I was like, oh, but just having her break it down in like kind of like bite-sized lessons I was like, okay, like this is because she said, she's like, if you try and figure it all out in like a cram session or a week or, you know, you don't know where to start if you haven't been to the park. So it's, it's been over, you know, what, almost 15 years since the last time I was there and it's all completely different. So I am really grateful. At least 20. I'm really grateful for the internet for friends, for everyone that, and listen, any listeners that are Disney like pros, send me your suggestions. Um, I think we're only going to do reservations for her birthday, like dinner. Um, and I want to do like a character like dinner. So that way it's the first day. It kind of like will relieve the stress of like, okay, they saw all these characters, you know, and like, I don't have to stress about like, oh, this character is in the park over here and this character is in the park. 
they're going to be so blown away by just being in Disney. And, like, it is pretty magical. So, and for their age, I think, I'm like, you know what? They're not going to know what they're missing if we miss stuff. Oh, absolutely. Right, right, right. Yeah, they're, you know, you don't know that characters walk around the whole park unless you... You know that unless you're being told that there's characters walking around the park, like right. yeah, that 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 totally makes sense. Um, I'm looking forward to, to hearing how it goes. Um, we are looking more towards there is a Hot Wheels themed <gasps> uh, amusement park that's opening in Arizona in 2024. No way! So I think we're gonna try and do that because he's a much bigger Hot Wheels fan than he is um, Disney, anything Disney really. And, um, there's also another, um, park that isn't the traditional, like, Disney-themed that, um, exists that, um, I think we're gonna try. I don't... I'll have to come back to you on it, because it, it's... It's not Mattel... Oh, it's Mario. That's Mario what I was... World. I was, like, waiting, because yeah. I was like, is it Mario? Because now... And the kids are with obsessed Mario with movie, Mario. Yeah. And, of course, now with YouTube, you can see everything. And there's people walking through the Mario world. And Johnny's like, are we going to see that at Disney? And I'm like, crap. No. Right. <laughs> like, yes, that's a whole other trip. And do Mario World. <sighs> and then also we're going to try and do the Hot Wheels one, the Mattel yeah. um, theme park that is opening. So at least we have some things. We're, you know, he, he's at least at the point now that he will remember anything that we go to. Um, but Disney just seems way too much work. I I said, I said the same thing with camping you know, when I was writing my two page list for packing for camping, I was like, camping is so extra. Like the fact that you have to bring (laughs) absolutely everything of your house. It's like, it's just so extra. This is why I like hotels. This is why I like I am now, like, also leaving the Airbnb, Mm -hmm. VRBO world. Like, I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to have to worry about towels for Mm -hmm. showering towels for... And yes, I know I say that word word weird, so don't come at me. Do you? Um, How do you say it? I don't know. Towels? Towels. No. Yeah, no. I don't think you say it weird. But, uh, you know, for swimming and... Just the sheets, the pillowcases, the blankets. Like, I don't want to have to bring any of that ever again. Like, I'm going back to the hotel world. I'm over the (laughs) vacation rentals. I will continue doing camping, but I will complain every year about how extra camping is. Yeah. Um, It'll only get easier as the kids get older, too. Like, I think that was, you know, packing. The biggest highlights for me were, like, the lanterns. Like, now they're old enough to, like... And, you know, Danny's, his headband Mm -hmm. was genius. So if you're going camping, get your kids a light headband. Um, We got it at Walmart. Yeah. There's, there, it was so bright and it was so awesome. Glow sticks, get your kids some glow sticks. Um, They jammed on those. We got them from the Dollar Tree and we stocked up and almost every night. And then we saved sparklers for the last night. Um... Obviously, we did the s'mores. Um, You know what? Having, I forgot that last year we brought the little extra potty when we Mm -hmm. didn't have the RV. But this year, 
because we had the RV, the kids were able to like pee in the RV or like, because, you know, my kids are, I mean, Charlie's potty trained, but like even Johnny too, like if they have to poop, like they're not making it, you know, a five minute yeah, walk up pretty, the hill. Yeah, but yeah were we were way from farther the from the, from the bat, from the bathrooms this time. So I was like, thank goodness, because if we didn't have our little extra little potty, um, excuse me, just all the stuff that you don't think about. But yeah, packing up spices, packing up right. just stuff that's oh, sitting extra. on your kitchen counter. And I'm like, dang it. You know, like I forgot the jelly for the peanut butter and jelly because I didn't write it on the list because it's jelly and I forgot it. And here I bring peanut butter and jelly and not a single person ate peanut butter and jelly. I got a loaf of bread because last year we were eating peanut butter sandwiches like it was going out of style. So I get a loaf of bread. <laughs> I had it in the tote bag. I was told, don't put it there. It's going to get smushed. So it got moved and then it got smushed. Mm-hmm. And then nobody ate any sandwiches. And then we get home and it got smushed again. And so it got, smushed. Have a loaf of it got bread. double smushed. Yeah, it's we have a loaf of bread that's like... I don't know. The 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 slices of bread are now like two by two. Gotcha. <laughs> Sounds like breadcrumbs or like croutons. Something. I don't um, know what I'm going to do with it. I actually had the, um, I had a box. I forget what was in the box originally, but it fit two loaves of like, the pre-sliced bread perfectly. And it protected everything from smashing on it. But I can't say so much like the bagels. We packed wraps. I don't even, that's a whole, I'm like, where do people put their wraps? Like, I don't have a cupboard. If I had a cupboard, I'd put my wraps in the cupboard. But like, now I have a bread box, but my wraps, I love my wraps. And we do tacos every single week, but mm, I they just get like smushed. taco shells in the pantry, but. I don't know. Are they supposed to be somewhere like special? I don't know. I don't know. But they like I tried to store them sideways because it was easier. I don't know. This is me going off on a ramp mm-hmm. on where you put your <laughs> tortilla wraps. But there were so many things that I I loved about the trip, and I think most of them were just letting go of like, well, it's vacation, <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's definitely like we're camping. It, uh, yeah. You just like gotta I, let I, it roll. Yeah, I always pack too much food, but then I'm like, and if I don't pack this food, then somebody's yeah. gonna complain that yep. they're hungry. And I'm oh like, yeah, and no, nobody wants to make that walk down that hill unnecessarily because it's a wicked hill. Mm-hmm. But um, we're going to wrap this week up in our vacation talk. Um, And hopefully Val is back next week. But like we said, we're not going to rush her back. We're going to let her rest and get back to a schedule that is functioning for uh, a new mama. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, next week... Oh, and since we did just do the band books... um, just FYI, we will not be ready for a Garden State Mamas book club meeting in yeah. August. It's not going to happen. <laughs> we definitely messed that one up. But 
Um, Casey's the only one that's picked up the book. I did pick up the book, but it was boring. So I didn't continue. I read like a chapter and I was like, yeah, I I can't get back into this. But I will say we we do have some interviews coming up. Um, We have Garden State Compost um, coming on. I actually think we could record this week. Um, That so I'm I'm excited for the next thing. And... Dun, dun, dun. School's going to be back soon. So uh, everyone's going to be getting their lists of back to school supplies. Um, All of the teachers, like, trying to keep them in my prayers right now because they're probably having, like, the Sunday scaries permanently. Um, And just gearing up for back to school. That's going to really be, like, the next thing. And if we have any teacher mamas that are listening and you want to tag us in your Amazon wish list, oh, definitely yes. hit us up. We will repost it and hopefully we can get some things knocked off your What your a Am- good idea, Amazon Lisa. List. Yeah, we did it for our, our elementary school and I thought that was such great. I'm waiting to find out who my son has and then I'm going to pick up some stuff off of the list. But yeah, um, we yeah send us your out. lists. Yeah, we're trying to spoil you. To support. Um, and if anybody has anything that they want to tag us in, again, we're trying to support other New Jersey mamas. So if you want to tag anybody who might even want to just come on and chat with us, we can always do something like that and make it work. Um, but you can tag us at Garden State Mamas on Facebook and Instagram. And we'll check you on the next one. Bye. Thanks, y'all.